seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Before the throne, there were a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in the front and in the back. The, the first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature was like the face of a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, Holy, Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures gave glory and honor, thanks to him who sat on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne saying, you are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, O oh Lord. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist, and they were created. That is the scene in heaven right now. Hallelujah. As we join them. As we have joined them. I just want you to shout. Let him know he's worthy this morning. This morning, let him know he's worthy this morning. Let him know he's worthy of your praise. Let him know he's worthy of your thanksgiving. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, you are worthy. Oh, who lives forever. Oh, who lives forever. Oh, you are worthy. Oh, worthy. Oh, you are worthy. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are worthy. Oh, you are worthy. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, as a district, today we are treating the topic Christ like believer 
and a cross attitude. Hallelujah. Christ-like believer and a cross attitude. And we are taking our scriptures from Philippians 2, 6. We are very familiar with this. Philippians 2, 6. But let's, let's start from the top of Philippians. Let's start from the top of Philippians. So let's go to Philippians 2, 1. And I read from the New American Standard Bible 2020. It says, Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and compassion make my joy complete, by being the same mind, hallelujah, say, I want you to say same mind, so what are we talking about? We're talking about your thinking. Hallelujah. Your mindset. Same mind. Maintaining the same love. Hallelujah. Unity in spirit. Amen. Intent on one purpose. Do nothing from selflessness or empty conceit. But with humility, consider one another as more important than yourself. I'll read it again. He said, with humility, consider one another as more important than yourself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. Having this attitude in yourself, which was also in Jesus Christ. Amen. Who, so this is our text, who as he already existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God, amen, something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a born servant. And being born in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. I want us to say it together. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, death on the cross. And let me add the nine. For this reason, hallelujah. The Bible didn't say reasons, amen. It said for this reason, hallelujah. For this reason, the humility and the selflessness, hallelujah, of the Lord Jesus. And he says that the nine says that for this reason, God also, God highly exalted him and bestowed in him the name which is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. To the glory of the Father. Amen. So the power in the name that we have was as a result of an action. Hallelujah. And that action, one of it was humility. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus, even though he was the same equality with God, he, could have con he did not consider that. Hallelujah. But for entire humanity, these days I'm going to change it from you and I, because we say we are unleashing and going to the world. Hallelujah. So Jesus came for all mankind. Hallelujah. So for all mankind, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. Hallelujah. He humbled himself. And then even death on the cross. Christ-like believer and the cross attitude. Hallelujah.
So, from what Paul is saying, we, we read the Gospels and then we see the works of Jesus. When we read the Gospels, we see the actions of Jesus. When we read the Gospel, we see the miracles of Jesus. But there is more to it than just that. Hallelujah. There was a character that Jesus portrayed. Hallelujah. That the Gospels not only depict what he did, but he depicts how he lived. Hallelujah. It depicts what the Lord Jesus did. It depicts how he, he handled situations. It showed you the kind of person he is or he was when he, is, he was on earth. Hallelujah. And there are certain traits about him that sometimes the, in the book of Acts, they will say that when they realize X and Z, they realize that they had been with Jesus or they were of Jesus. Hallelujah. So there were very things, distinctive things that made him stand out. Amen. Because if it wasn't unique, they wouldn't have recognized it. But there was some uniqueness to our Lord Jesus. There was some uniqueness to his character. The way he handled himself and the way he did things. It was very unique. And not only does the gospel portray why he came, but it also tells us who he was and how he lived. Hallelujah. And because of that, the biggest part, the number one, one the main one, is his humility. Humility. Hallelujah. It's his humility. Amen? Amen. I think who is the richest guy on earth now? Is it Elon Musk still? Did he change? Is Jeff, is Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk? If it's Elon, you know what I'm talking about. So, if, if, if you consider, let's say, the richest man on earth, and then you tell him, I don't know where he lives. I can only imagine how his house lives like, how his, his house looks like. Amen. I can imagine all the glamour. Amen. All the technology, you name it. Maybe acres probably cost millions. He probably has some high-tech walls around his house and all the things that you can think of. Amen. I don't know. Like you, you just imagine that. And then for him to leave all of that behind and say that I'm going to Teshinungwa. Or <laughs> somebody said Choco. So 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 Teshinungwa is one of the, I mean, these are my own gun people, but one of the poorest areas in Ghana. Hallelujah. It's not like his Legon, East Legon Hills and all these places. But just to let you know, for him to say that I'm going to leave all that behind and I'm going to go there and be born in a manger with donkeys and, 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 and cows and chickens all over the place, I bet you it didn't smell good. Amen? For him to be born in a manger. Can you grasp that? I want to give you a second. Do you think that is possible? You think Elon Musk would do that? No. But our Lord Jesus, he left heaven, which is more glamorous and more glorious than earth. Hallelujah. And not only that, he came down. And among the lowliest of men, that is where he associated. Left everything behind for mankind. That is humility. That is humility personified. Hallelujah. That is exemplary humility. Hallelujah. 
And what we are saying this morning and what the Bible is saying this morning is for you to be humble. Hallelujah. For you to be humble because Jesus is and was humble. He is still humble because he still comes to our level. Even after he had gotten the name that is above every name, after he had been exalted again, he still comes to our level. Hallelujah. He comes and he says, what can I do to help you? I am here to help you. I will leave all my glory and come to help you. I will leave all my glory and come and stay in you, to live in you, to dwell in you, to be with you. That is humility. That is our Lord Jesus. So Paul is saying, let us be like Christ. To be like Jesus is to be humble. To be like Jesus is to be humble. Hallelujah. That nothing is too big for you. Nothing is beyond you. But to be like Christ is to be humble. Amen. Another character, another trait that the Lord Jesus depicted was selflessness. 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 Hallelujah. Selflessness. Selflessness. He doesn't care. He will go through what he has to go through for you. Hallelujah. He loves you more than anything that you can imagine. That is the Lord Jesus. Love. Love. Selfless love. That is what the Lord Jesus is. And as we read in, 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 in Ephesians, uh, in Philippians, that he says that, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility, consider one another as more important than yourself. So if I look at James, I say that James is more important than I am. So I want to make sure that James is all right. That is the definition of selflessness. Hallelujah. You know, what, you know when, when, when we had um, Jonathan, that's where you know what, it, it helped me understand selflessness or it helps me understand selflessness. You know how kids are. Sometimes there's only one banana left in the house. And I like banana. You know, so you go to take the banana. As soon as you start eating the banana, that is when they want banana. There's only one left. And then you know in America, when you go buy banana, it's not ripe. It's not like you can go to the store and buy banana and come and eat it right away. You have to plan ahead and buy a green banana to ripe. And as soon as it ripes, it goes bad. As soon as you start to eat banana, that's when they come. I want banana. So then it's a choice. Do I give them the banana or do I eat the banana? And then you're like, okay, do you have one bite? They get one bite, and then by the time you know, the whole thing is gone. So then I look at it, and I say, you eat the banana. That is selflessness. Hallelujah. They are back there laughing hard, because that's what they do to me. And banana. Hallelujah. It's like magic. All the time. The banana will be there for days. But as soon as you take it, that is when they want it. But that is an example of selflessness. Amen. For you to give it to them. And then you think of the taste of what it will be like. <laughs> Amen. But then you give it to them. That is selflessness. Hallelujah. That is an example of selflessness. Giving. Giving. Unconditionally. Because of time. Today is communion also. Amen. And then his love. His love. Oh, his love. You know, on, on, on Thursday, 
Youth and Pensa meeting, they were talking about love. Selfless love. Selfless love. Oh, the divine kind of love. The God kind of love. According to 1 Corinthians 13. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, according to that, that love. Amen. That is what we should be. That is what we should be as Christians. Love unconditionally. Hallelujah. We have to be patient. We have to be kind. You cannot be jealous. Amen. Amen. And say, and you are not proud. It does not brag. Amen. You are not arrogant. Hallelujah. It, it does not act disgraceful. It does not seek its own benefits. It is not provoked. It does not keep an account of suffered wrong. That is my favorite part. I, 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 you know how we say forgive and forget. Some people will say, hmm, I have forgiven him all. But, but, what he did to me, this one, I can't forget. You are a liar. Repent. God forgive you. Repent and the Lord will forgive you. Because I don't know how you forgive. But then you're going to purpose in your heart that you are not going to forget. Repent. The Lord will forgive you. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you talk to married couples sometimes. And then we are talking about something that happened yesterday. Oh my God. Something that happened three years ago. They will give you the details. Every detail to the door. And I'm saying, hey, did this thing happen yesterday? It's like, no, three years ago. Hey, hey you remember everything? Do you remember the clothes you were wearing? If you remember, it was the red shirt with, with that inscription on it. And then you said that. No, we have to forgive and then we have to forget. Keeps no record of wrongs. Hallelujah. Keeps no record of wrongs. What am I saying? Oh, did I offend my wife. She offends me too. Sometimes I offend you. Hallelujah. But then I ask for forgiveness. Don't you think the devil sometimes reminds me of what you have done? Do you remember what he did? It, it, it will come. It's natural. But then I, I will say, I, I, I choose not to remember. I have forgiven them just as Jesus forgave me. And he said, we should keep no record of wrongs. And I, you, you, you stand your ground. You're going to see manifestation. You're going to see manifestation of what it means to forgive and forget. Hallelujah. Keeps no record of wrongs. Amen. I see a lot of people nodding. It got really quiet a little bit. Some of the smiles were wiped off. Hallelujah. Some of the smiles were wiped off. But brothers and sisters, this is what the Lord Jesus did for us. The Bible says that as far as the east is from the west, so has he taken our sins. And this was the, this was to, 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 to the psalmist, this was the longest distance he could think of. So you see, as far as the heavens are from the earth, Amen? So if they knew that there was a third heaven, fourth heaven, and there is space, that's what they would have said. Hallelujah. So as far as the sun, as far as it goes, that's how you should forgive and then forget. Look the other way. That is how God does for us. That is what he does for us. Hallelujah. And that is why you and I, we are seated here. It's because he wiped our sins and he wiped it clean. Hallelujah. Amen. And there is one thing that I also want to talk about. Let's go to Matthew 4.14. 
Matthew 4.14. Matthew 4.14. Matthew 4.14. That's not what I want. Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew. I think... Um, Matthew 4. I want to talk about the compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know it's it's Matthew 4. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, we see... In the scriptures, there was a leper. Hallelujah. Matthew 14, 14. I think I put, I put the wrong. So, Matthew 14. Yes, yes. Thank you, Adelton. Matthew 14, 14. And so, when he came ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion. Hallelujah. And felt compassion for them. Hallelujah. What do you, when I say compassion, what do you understand by compassion? Help me out. Help me preach. Preach with me. What is compassion? Empathy. I heard empathy. What is compassion? Sympathy. So I hear a lot of the. Uh, uh, so there's sympathy, empathy, forgiveness. Okay. What is compassion? Care. Okay, I hear care. Love. Compassion is love. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> what is compassion? Mercy. Mercy. Okay, what is compassion? What else? What else? Comfort. Comfort. Compassion. Care. So, you can see, I, I, I can only imagine... I like to imagine. Most of the time, I, I, when I read the scriptures, I like to imagine. Uh, you know, those 3D headsets, the, the VR, I wish somebody would do, I'm looking for it, hopefully somebody would do a VR, and then you can put it on and, and walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It would be awesome, right? Just seeing the leper and then looking around, it would just be fantastic. So that's how my mind works. I like to, I like to imagine how things are. And, and, and you can imagine him coming, and then he's seeing the crowd. He's probably tired. He was, he was a very sought-after man, a very busy man, sought-after. Wherever he goes, there's a large crowd that follows him. Probably barely makes it through the door because they are probably bumping him, trying to touch him. I like to imagine that, and I'm sure that was the scene. And he's coming, and there are all these people that are there, and you can only imagine... Back then, there's no ambulances. There's no hospital bed. There's no wheelchair. You're going to have people carry them, right? You're going to have... If you look at the leper that they brought him down from the, from the roof, right? You can imagine that maybe it was a wooden stick with some cloth on each side. You know, African football, what they used to carry. <laughs> you know, the African Cup of Nations, they brought that. I said, hey, they are still using that. 
the stretcher, the one that they stick on one side, and then you with cloth, and you lie in the middle, and sometimes they fall off of it. <laughs> so you can imagine an old one, and then with probably wood that they have shaven, right? And they have all these people lying there, and Jesus is coming down, and then he sees them. They probably are not clean. They are probably hungry. Then he stops. Because compassion, he puts himself in their their place. He took our place. Hallelujah. And then he stops. He stops whatever he's doing. Whatever Whatever agenda he had, whatever next thing was on his list, he stops it. He puts it on hold. And Jesus will heal them. He will heal them. I'm sure it it took time. It has to take time. Probably laying hands on each one of them. It has to take time. But he will do it. He doesn't care about himself. He will do it. He doesn't care the leper is unclean. He will touch him. Hallelujah. He doesn't care if his balls, maybe it smelled. Maybe they, they were dirty. They smelled. He will still heal them. That is compassion. Hallelujah. That is what I like to imagine. That is what I like to see in my Lord Jesus. That is, I, I, I wonder to just to look in his eyes what he felt. And he touched them. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, healing can come as a result of compassion. John G. Lake talked about a lady who was sick with cancer. He had prayed and prayed and prayed. And he was leaving. And he heard the lady screaming. She was in pain. And he said at that moment, he had compassion. And then he went, he hugged the lady, and that was it. She received her healing. That is compassion. We have to be compassionate. Hallelujah. You have to be compassionate. You have to care. You have to have empathy. You have to have sympathy. You have to have love. What else did we say? Forgiveness. You have to have mercy. We said it all. Amen. And the last thing I want to talk about is boldness. Boldness. Hallelujah. That one trait of our Lord Jesus. Let's go to Acts 4, 13. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Now, they beheld, can I get a New King James Version? New King James. New King James. And say, now, they saw the what? They saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and trained men. And they marveled and they realized that they had been with who? I'll read it again. And now, they saw the boldness. This was one of the revelations the Holy Ghost gave me today. He said, they saw the boldness of Peter and John. And they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained. That means they didn't have, they probably spoke simple English. They didn't use big words. You know, sometimes Pastor John Paul likes to throw some big words here and there. You know, they, 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 didn't, they didn't do that. They spoke very simple. But there was something about them. There was something about them. It was their boldness. Hallelujah. And they said they marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. Our Lord Jesus was 
bold. Hallelujah. And they ought, Christians ought to be bold. Hallelujah. That is what our Jesus was. Jesus will stand there, he will go toe to toe with the Pharisees because he knew who he, he, he was. He knew what he had. He knew what he was here for. You know who you are. Hallelujah. Amen. We have said it and said it again. You are a child of God. Hallelujah. You've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Boldness. 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 To be bold. To be bold. Hallelujah. To be bold. Let's go to Proverbs 28.1. Proverbs 28.1. Proverbs 28.1. He said, The wicked flee and no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a what? The righteous are bold as a lion. I remember when I watched, I think um, it was Jurassic, Jurassic, the movie Jurassic Park. And then they depict a lion roaring and a dinosaur was on the side. <laughs> and the lion was like that little and the T-Rex was that big. So you have to be as bold as T-Rex. Hallelujah. David is saying, the, 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 the proverb is saying, as bold. a lion is bold. When a lion goes to bed, he doesn't expect somebody to come and attack him. He, does, he, he is on the offensive. Hallelujah. A lion is bold. Our Lord Jesus was bold. The believers were bold. The disciples were bold. They stood there, what they had, they, they, they went with all their energy, with all their force, everything. Bold because they took the word of Jesus Christ. The angel came to them and he said, go, continue to tell them about this word of life. Hallelujah. This light. So boldly they went. Do you think we should listen to you or we should listen to God? That's what they went out there. Bold. Christians, we ought to be bold. Bold according to the word of God. Hallelujah. Don't go and say stand somewhere and, and, and then go run off your mouth and you can't back it up. Hallelujah. Oh, me, I can buy this. And then, and then they give it to you and then you can't pay for it. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about boldness to do with God. Now you can stand up in the morning and beat your chest and say, I am a child of God. Hallelujah. You can stand up in the morning and say, the blood of Jesus has washed away my sins. Hallelujah. And nothing can stop you. Nothing can convince you otherwise because he has his word. Hallelujah. You can stand there and say that no matter what comes my way, Jesus said he's with me. And he will always be with me. He said, for I am with you always, even to the very end. Boldness. Boldness. Hallelujah. Boldness. They marveled because they realized. It wasn't because of their tongue speaking. It wasn't because they healed the leper. It was because they realized that they were bold. Christians ought to be bold with things concerning the word of God. Humility with boldness. I want you to mesh the two. Compassion. Hallelujah. Compassion. 
selflessness. Amen. Shall we be on our feet?